Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Matt, I am doing fantastic. How about you? I'm good. This is uh, episode 59, and we have a special guest. Tell us. Leslie Nafis, and uh, Leslie is uh, a, she's a, a certified Ray Edwards uh, international copywriter. She's also one of their um, certified coaches. She works with uh, people who are in their copywriting program, help them critique their copy, and even works with some of their upper echelon uh, coaching students. Former, formerly a gluten-free bakery owner on the island of Maui. Now that sounds like a cool place wow. to be, but you supplied Wolfgang uh, Puck's restaurants uh, and the Four Seasons. Is that correct, Leslie? Uh, yes. Quality, fresh baked, gluten-free products. Um, you've, uh, you currently work with owners, entrepreneurs, uh, writing clear and compelling copy. And, and so um, we want to title this episode, what is the biggest mistake that most would-be entrepreneurs make? Um, and that's, I think, where we want to start, Leslie. What, what's the biggest mistake that would-be entrepreneurs would make when they're going to start a business? That is a great question, Dave, and I wish that was one that I knew when I started my bakery. When I began my adult entrepreneurial journey, and I say that because I've been an entrepreneur all my life and didn't really know it. I started my first lemonade stand and raked in the bucks at 10. <laughs> now they shut you down. So uh, you Right? Know. Right. 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 I used to, you know, and I, I did a lot of hustling, babysitting and different things to make money for all the things I wanted to do. And I was a teenager and I had no idea that was being entrepreneurial. But in the crunch of 2008, um, what do we call that? The global economic contraction, to put it conservatively, uh, I found myself jobless twice. And uh, which was a little bit weird because I'm highly skilled you know, have, have experience. Uh, and I kept getting requests for gluten-free baked goods because I am gluten-free. Right. And that about that time that became this, um, fad, which for those of us who must eat that way, it's not faddish, it's life. So I started, um, baking stuff for people, cupcakes and different things. And one day somebody said, you should start a bakery. And I said, I should, and I bought a book on starting a restaurant, some random book, and jumped off that entrepreneurial cliff. Ah! <laughs> made a couple of mistakes, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I made every possible mistake uh, that the entrepreneur could make. And they ended up, while well, I had a great idea, and I even had good clientele, what I didn't know hurt me. Um, and it bottlenecked me. And the biggest mistake uh, that I made and that most would-be entrepreneurs make is that you need to understand that an idea is not a business. Let me say that again. An idea is not a business. Most people, most people get an idea and they immediately turn around and start trying to market it. That's what entrepreneurs do because we're a little bit crazy. We're like, how could this not work? This right. is such a great idea. And in my journey as an entrepreneur uh, in the bakery business, I started it from scratch. Literally, I took recipes and had to develop them. And 
blow them up into the chemistry so that I could make dozens and dozens of things instead of a dozen. So I literally started it from scratch and I hustled up clients and um, I don't know if you guys have Bob's Red Mill products back on the East Coast, but they're a big grain mill out on the West Coast. And I was so ignorant of what I was doing. I didn't realize they were trying to come in and partner with me. They wanted to offer me cash to build my business big for a percentage. I had no idea. Why are these guys taking me out to lunch? Because <laughs> you buy a bunch of their products, I guess, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so the things I didn't know bottlenecked me. I spent money at the wrong time on the right, wrong thing. Um, I did the wrong things in the wrong order. There's a sequence to building business. So, um, and if you don't know that, and it doesn't matter whether you've been in business for a long time or you've been in business for three days in your mind because you have an idea, if you don't know the sequence to building a business, it's going to bottleneck you. And succeeding in business as an entrepreneur is difficult enough. Having that right sequence is super important. And so that when I started this next segment of my entrepreneurial journey um, into copywriting as a freelance copywriter, I have a marketing background. I have an English degree. I've been a writer for a long time. It just made sense to break off from corporate and nonprofit life into my own thing. I started talking to clients and I, started realizing that, yeah, their copy's bad, but there's a reason their copy's bad. And the reason that is, is they don't have clarity. They don't have clarity on their business, so they don't have confidence to take the right actions in the right time. And some of them, I've had to say, you are hiring me out of sequence. At this point, good copy is not going to service you. Right. That's good. So what do you think they should start with? One of the things Dave and I always talk about is identifying your target market. So which helps you determine your marketing message, right? Right. So right. Well, first of all, you have to, even before that, you have to decide whether your business idea is even viable. You know, before ident yeah, I was Go going ahead. to say that that actually makes so much sense before you do anything. I always say uh, before you pick a target market, make sure that the market or the thing that you're going to sell is worthy enough worth selling. If no, you know, if one person, like I always say, um, you know, if you sell hairbrushes to, um, uh, to groomers of, uh, what are the polar bears, you're, you're, there's just not a big market for it. Um, so you're probably not going to be able to sell it. You need a big enough marketplace and there needs to be enough people in that market that are willing to pay for it. So it starts there, I would assume. Right. So, well, even before that, I'm finding out for myself, um, I was disserviced in my first entrepreneurial journey because I walked into a self-validating market. I had people asking me for that. Sure, so I never, I never had to go out and test my product because my product was already, was already sold before I did that. So I had no idea about market viability, nor did I have any understanding of being clear in myself about who I am as an entrepreneur, who my customer might be. And so over the last year and a half, as I've been encountering these clients, I've started 
strategizing with them. You know, I, I've done a lot of coaching in and out of Ray Edwards. So, and I started into most of my copywriting um, interviews, we'll call it that intake interviews end up as business coaching sure, <laughs> sessions. Absolutely. One exercise that I really uh, like because it um, kills two or three birds proverbially with one stone. Cause there's, there's some things you need to know. You need to know, you, you need to get your mindset right. You need to get some tools so that as you encounter obstacles as an entrepreneur, you can correct your mindset, right? So that's the first thing as an entrepreneur you need to know is how to manage your mindset. The thing, second thing you need to know, you need to manage your time. You need to know how to create a time management schedule so that you don't end up in overwhelm and you can get it out of your head and onto a piece of paper and let that manage you or a spreadsheet, right? Yep. The third, the third thing you need to know is yourself. If you don't know that, you will never be able to function. An ancient Hebrew text that I read on a regular basis says, if you don't understand how you operate, then you're going to fail. So you need to understand yourself. And the fourth thing you need to know, well, this goes actually with the third thing, is your customer. Who are they? And the final thing you need to know is the sequence for building a business. There is a sequence to it. A sequential step-by-step thing that you do. So it's funny you say that, to know yourself. So I have a time management, um, I call it the one-week time miracle. It's a mini course. But in there, I know myself and I talk about that. I have a 44-minute attention span. That's it. I call them my elephant hours because how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So I can get 44 minutes and then I need basically 16 minutes to screw off because I cannot stay. But in those 44 minutes, it's exactly what you're just talking about is the mindset of, of using a tool and then managing your time. The, there's a lot of freedom in those 16 minutes, you know? I mean, so. Yeah. But it, and there's a lot know. of freedom in the 44 minutes because you get more done in those 44 minutes than when you try to work three hours straight and you're, you're all over the place. Right. Exactly. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. So, so uh, used to, we're in strategic coach together. Uh, Dave and I were, but one of the tools they use over there is know yourself is something called a Colby K O L B E Colby index. A. we love mm-hmm. it. I love it. I think it's deep. And, uh, and so it's like, what's your mode of operation? Uh, how do you mm-hmm. tend to yeah. handle yourself both in stressful situations? How do you tackle problems? How do you, and, and knowing that gives you the clarity of going back to Dave was talking about that. And then, what's your time management and what you need to delegate to use your time management, whether we call the entrepreneur time system is what Dan Sullivan talks about. I talk about kind of time blocking, but part of knowing yourself is I had this conversation with one of my uh, prospective uh, uh, JV partners uh, day before yesterday. And it was, I'm a quick start. I'm ready to go. Right. I can already sell the trepidation in your voice. I don't know what it is that you need, but we need to talk about it because I'm a quick start. I'm ready to go. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And that is super important. And I think the first thing you should do after you have an idea, before you start marketing it (laughs) and go broke, (laughs) 
use your retirement savings to start this great business is do some exercises, take, take a slowdown that actually have nothing directly to do with your business. Uh, assess your mindset. I've developed a tool for that. Um, I'm oh, cool. starting a little business, uh, a business startup uh, success series. But really an exercise that helped me as much as mindset and time management was what I call eulogizing your business. So you have this idea and you want to turn it into a business. One thing that we know uh, is that Someday, every business is going to end. Right, McDon right. McDonald's is going to end. Walmart is going to end. Amazon Am is going to end. Amazon is going to end. And even Google will someday end. Apple, you know, um, think, you know Tesla, someday is going to end. Maybe sooner rather than later. We I, wonder don't know. If, I wonder if Blockbuster will ever end. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or Sears. Yeah, or Sears. Or Sears. I did know? a whole thing on, on that, a whole blog post on, on Sears. Nobody would have ever thought it would happen. Nobody ever thought it would happen, but your business will also end someday. This business you haven't even started. And so what I do is I take clients through, um, I have some people who have crypto, who are cryptocurrency uh, uh, experts and they help people invest in that. And they've been sort of inactive in their business. And I said, so how do you want it to end? How do you want it to end? And they had never thought of that. Just like, it's kind of like when you make a business plan and you make an exit strategy, here's how, what I, how I'm going to dispose of my business, whether that changes or not throughout the course of your business. It's kind of, how's my business gonna end? It's kind of like an exit plan. And so you need to ask yourself some things and a few of them are, uh, you know, who do I want to have helped? Right. How many people do I want to have served? Billions and billions like McDonald's? Or, you know, what kind of people do I want to serve? Men, women, kids, families, you know, who, who, do we, who do I want to have served and how do I want to have served them? Right. How many do I want to have helped? The next thing is, one of the next things is how much money do I want to have made? How much money do I want to have made in my, in my bank account when my business ends? Whether I sell it, whether I fold it up, whether it just gets broken up and sold as a, in an IPO. I don't know. You know, you, you know how, who do I want to serve? How much money do I want to have made? What impact, what good do I want to be known for doing in the world? You know, this is so perfect. Um, and there's no way we could ever know before we invite a guest on the show, but this entire show is built around helping people um, use a business to build wealth. And when I say right. use a business as a tool to build wealth, and, and in order to do that, you have to know what the end looks like before you start. And that's exactly what you're talking about. It's exactly what Matt has spent his entire, well, at least since the, the major crash, also, we won't call it a crash, entire world corrected, but we won't call it that. But that's exactly what Matt does. Is I mean, so there's no way we could have known that coming in, but it's exactly <laughs> what 
and there's a reason you have three intelligent people on the podcast talking about this very thing because so many entrepreneurs don't do this. Well, they don't. And the reason they don't do it is not because they're willful or prideful or anything. They're ignorant. I was, I I had no idea. How did I want my bakery to end? I had no idea. I, I didn't even consider that. I literally bought a book, baked some stuff and jumped. So you created a job. You didn't really see. That's the other thing is a lot of entrepreneurs. They think I'm an entrepreneur and no, you're not. You're just, you're an employer and an employee, but you're working for the worst employer on the planet because that employer doesn't give you any time off, doesn't pay you what you're worth, all of those things. So (laughs) you are your own worst boss. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Before or we were talking about, um, I think, uh, who do you want to be hero to? Going back to what you were saying before, who do you want to be a hero to? Who do you want to help, right? We talk about, uh, Dave and I talk about, you know, three ways to make money in this world, solve a problem for somebody, add value, meaning you could do it yourself, but but let's pay, I'd rather pay somebody to do it for me, or willing to do what others aren't. In other words, I'm going to go that extra mile and, and, and be above and beyond type thing. And uh, so that's kind of the stuff that you're starting talking about. I had a conversation with a guy, uh, I guess this was lunch yesterday or the day before, and uh, the difference between... Uh, talk about how much money you want to make versus mm-hmm. empire building, right? Right, like, right. So he has these grandiose plans. And, and my question was, well, well, hold on one second. You know, can we, what do you want to do when you, well, that way I'll have this big thing and I'll uh, be really proud and excited and I'll, and I'll make some money. I'm like, well, you could probably make as much, if not more, with less headache if you did it a different way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what this exercise will do, um, there's more points to it, but I'll share a link. You guys, I sent the link to David. You guys can post it in your uh, descriptions and your- uh, Yeah, yeah that'd be great, awesome. Um, but what it does is it helps you really know yourself and who your customer is. Two points that if you don't know, you right. have nowhere to go. Right. And it helps expose flaws. Uh, in your reasoning in business it it and it helps you really set goals and you know when you and it's literally eulogy to your business here's what I want people to have said about me at my business funeral you know what what are people going to say about Amazon what are they going to say about Sears what have they said about Sears most people have said we never thought it could happen. Yeah, never saw it coming. Right? That's well, their I, eulogy. I said, uh, me and Matt actually did an episode. It's how you go broke on $4.6 billion. That's That was our episode <laughs> because when you have $4.6 billion in profit, how do you go broke on that? Well, that's the Sears story. And, and you know, the reality is I, I want to ask you this because now it's got me thinking. So you – is this your target market to help entrepreneurs who are trying to figure out where their business should be going? Or would you rather be helping people who already are there and, and you can help them as a copywriter? Or is it a little of both? I guess would be, the, that's a long question. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good answer. Good so, answer. So what I have found in, as I'm growing my copywriting services, um, 
I find myself doing coaching for entrepreneurs. And what I really like to do is activate them into entrepreneurship and financial freedom by helping them find those success steps and help them take them in the right order. Right. So in, in that, um, I am developing tools. Uh, the more people I talk to, the more tools I develop mindset, eulogizing pretty soon. I'm going to have a little mini course out there on the steps for success in business, the sequence that follows because people won't act at least in a beneficial way until they have clarity. Right. Right. And clarity brings confidence. Confidence helps you take action, the right actions at the right time in the right way. Not always. I mean, there's no such thing as guaranteed success, um, but you can certainly, yeah, you can certainly set yourself up for it in way better ways than just having um, an idea, right? There's also no so, such thing as guaranteed failure. You know, right. like you, because as long as you get up one more time, you know, you're, you're going to keep moving toward what, if you're clear on what you want, like you said, if you have that clarity, you can keep moving to, if you don't have the clarity, what are you moving to? Nothing. You're guessing. <laughs> At best, right? You're guessing, right? You're guessing at best. And while an idea isn't a business, neither is a guess. And everything is built on ideas. Yes. Right. right. So, so nothing is very rarely is anything really built on a guess. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, Leslie. So give me, give me like a two minute example of, uh, somebody who called you up thinking they're wanting copywriting services and you were like, whoa, 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 I need to back it up for a second. So give me like a two minute quick little version of that. So my cryptocurrency guys, um, yeah. I know next to nothing about cryptocurrency. Okay. I happen to get acquainted with them at an event. Um, our business understanding meshed really well. I can understand, I can learn about cryptocurrency enough to write about it, right? Yeah. Um, so business is all about learning. When we came down to it, when we came down to the intake interview, I asked them, so what do you want to accomplish with this? And they went blank. Okay. All right. They were blank. I, I, I said, oh, so you don't have a goal for hiring a copywriter? Well, we want to launch a product. We want to launch a course. Okay. And I had to walk them through it and help them understand that you can't just hire a copywriter and launch a course. It doesn't, that's out of sequence. <laughs> there is so much to launching a course. And then we went through and I backed them out of, okay, launch date. Have you done, you'll need to do this and this and this. We did some backward planning. They were silent. They thought I could just wave my pen, my fairy godmother copywriter pen. Excellent copywriting and people will want to buy their course. Right. And they, and they had to, had no idea. And I got them back to the basic idea of just what we're talking about. How do you want to end? Right. Do right. you want to, when you're 88 years old and you're on oxygen in your wheelchair, do you still want to be educating people on cryptocurrency trading? And they're like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I said, fair enough. So what do you want? And I kind of walked him through this exercise. I had the brilliant flash. Maybe I should write this all down so I can walk other people through this <laughs> exercise. Am I recording this somewhere? Yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of how it worked is we started talking about end goals for a particular project. 
and that exposed that they didn't have an end goal for their whole their whole business right right and can can i add something here um probably because you know i'm a ray edwards certified copywriter too i recognize some of ray's wisdom in this because ray is the first one to teach his best copywriters look good copy will destroy a bad company very quickly because it it will make a lot of sales and if you're not ready for it it, it'll ruin the company right i mean and so it's you're totally. looking at it like hey sure i can write your copy but if you're not ready it's going to be a disaster and and that's something a good copywriter will recognize so it's good to see that it's not just about money for you either that you really right. care about helping people and and that's that's a, a big key i think is not just taking people's money exactly uh, i have ethics when it comes to helping people and I'm not going to give you what you want if what you need is something else. And if what you want is going to be bad for you and your company, I'm not going to give it to you. I wouldn't give that. I wouldn't do that to you as a human being on a non-business level. And I won't do it to you as somebody who, um, who, who you need my services for. Right. And, I've turned down a lot of lucrative business. <laughs> I have, frankly, um, because they're not ready for what for what I can do for them. They're not ready for what it will do for them. Right. Just like David said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what? Let's see, we're we're coming closer to the end, so I want to ask you: What's one tip that you you would give to help someone? you know, who might think they want to go into business? What would that like one tip be that that you would want to give them? Besides recognizing that an idea is not a business and don't start marketing just because you have a good idea. I would say start surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you. Don't, right. don't be the smartest person in your room. Right. If you have a business idea, start seeking out some people who are in business you could do that through a number of different things, uh, avenues. You can find a mastermind. You could find a mentor. You could go talk to your friend, Joe, who has XYZ hardware business. You can go to your chamber of commerce. You can go to Rotary. There are lots of different resources to find those places. The Small Business also, Association. You have a tool though too, don't you? They can come I, to you. They can come to me and I do have a tool. Um, I can give you the link to that. Uh, you can go to my website, www.lesleynafis.com. That's N-A-F-U-S, Leslie, like L-E-S-L-I-E, Nafis, N-A-F-U-S.com. Mm-hmm. And they can email me from there uh, if they want this. Or they ha- here's, a, here's a link directly to the product that I'm offering for free. It is bit.ly forward slash eulogy W-K-B-K. So bit and we'll put that in the show notes just so everybody knows. We'll, we'll have that in the show notes on our YouTube channel, which is Profitability MD YouTube channel. Um, that'll be in the show notes so you can get that link because you want that link. If you're going to just start a business and not have a plan, you need some clarity. This is the uh, uh, biz. How do you pronounce it? Biz sub? Yeah, business clarity work, workbook right now. These are my workbook tools for business clarity because if you don't have clarity, you don't have confidence and you don't have, take the right actions. All right. 
This is good. Tell me, all right, so give us your clarity. Your, your, give us your clarity for your copywriting and coaching business. Well, I, you know, it was interesting when I started out in copywriting and getting my training, I've been in marketing for a long time. I have a background in uh, writing. I'm an English major. Come on. Uh, but I needed to focus that to make money. And I realized that direct response copy was the way to go. Um, my aha moment in that was when I realized how many more people needed coaching on how to start a business right. and how I wished I had had what I know now 10 yes. years ago. Right, right. So that's my clarity. Now I'm really clear. I'll write copy for people. But what I really do is I activate people into entrepreneurship by taking them through the right sequence for success. I love it. Activate them into entrepreneurship. I like that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And your English major is from the University of Alaska Southeast. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, <laughs> I lived in Ketchikan, Alaska, which is an island off the coast of British Columbia for nine years. Holy it rains, I was the marketing person for the visitor bureau, visitors bureau there. Um, what kind of copy you write for that? <laughs> it was, was there a lot of visitors? <laughs> there? there are a lot of visitors. Um, there, it's a, it's a very popular cruise ship okay. uh, port as well as a free and independent traveler. Uh, it rains about 400 inches a year there, or for, or I'm sorry, 180 inches, which is 14 feet. I know okay. that because. It's the third or fourth rainiest place in the world, depending on what happens in Mount Vialiali in Kauai. <laughs> Just a little more rain than you'll have in Reno when you, right? It's You're right. A little more. Right. Yeah. So I've lived in Alaska by choice, no military service, and Hawaii by choice, no military service. So uh, two islands, uh, which was kind of interesting. I like island life for the most part. And um, Alaska is a great place to visit. Ketchikan's a fun place. It's really accommodating for visitors. They have a lot of stuff to do. You get a real feel for the community. Their tagline is, our lifestyle, your reward. And they really mean that. So oh, pretty good tagline. Yeah. So yeah. Did, you help, did you help with that tagline at all? Mm, no. No. Actually, I, actually, I came on board just after that rebrand. But I went to plenty of travel shows quoting it. <laughs> that's good. All right. well, Leslie, that's awesome. You have, uh, um, I, I think it, it, I can see the passion in what you're doing and, and it's, it, it's, it comes through. It, it, it really does. I mean, people really, there's entrepreneurs starting every year and they're like ignorance on fire. They're just out there and they don't know um, all the pitfalls they can run into. And clarity is probably the single, um, one certainly one of the uh, most important things that you better have before yeah, that's you, really that's I mean, really true yeah leslie i'm sitting here looking at my notes and and i mean just it's awesome you know you need to know your mindset you need to have time management know yourself uh system you know that you know there's a sequence for business i love it you know find a mentor i love the thing you started with idea an idea is not a business your idea is not a business there are steps involved which is all that stuff we just talked about. And, and I love your free resource. So I really appreciate that. This is, You're this is awesome, Leslie. You are, you have passion and, and common sense as well as business knowledge. That's, you know, it's a good combination. Well, and thank you, gotta you, write, you gotta write the eulogy for your business, right? That's right. You have to eulogize your business, what you want people to say when it's gone. That is awesome.
And on that, we will, uh, we, if you like this uh, show, subscribe to our channel and uh, comment, comment in the, in the uh, comment box below, and we will see you next week. Thanks, Leslie, so much for joining us. All right. All right. See you.